very fast. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, uh, I need to uh, show you uh, a video of me doing stand up badly because mm. you showed me a lot of time. And three. About him is an intangible red flag. Is way appears, way talks, hand gestures. Do you know what, what the word intangible means? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go have a piss. Uh, Ashley, you're in charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Bitches. Uh, I went. I went down on a a, a juicy boozy. And uh, <laughs> uh oh, I got a fart. And this chair's gonna make it reverberate. Hey, wait, wait. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Oh, hey. no. Oh, no. Everybody else, hey, 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 oh, hey, hey. What's going hey. on? I'm just waiting for music. I thought no. you were getting music. Oh, you I thought you were just getting music. of how my penis gets born. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Here's a shed. The ice cream cones came with a little metal packet that oh. is just full of sugar. It's just full of sugar to be poured into the cones. I got, what, what, has, what has the Japanese not... Gotten a hold of, perfected, and then when everyone was like, "You did it," they went, "And now we'll begin." And you're like, "No, no, 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 no! You fixed it. It was fixed. Do not break it." They're like, "No, no, no! We got to break this. We got to break this." <laughs> I, I still have some more questions. Go ahead. John Hastings is on. House in London. Yeah, kept a house in London. Update: Not sugar. There's no fluid tasting enough to warrant sucking it out of him. <laughs> no, but it was wait, but was, did he do it when he was then in the band when they were the four Bee Gees that brief time before then he his heart exploded? Wow. Uh, I'm not saying anything that didn't happen. That is what happened to him. I'm a predator. Oh, and it was going awesome. And we even started having drinks at a bar and we each had uh, girlfriends with us, whatever. We're having a great time until I got comfortable enough to go, hey, you know, we also, we share a birthday, you know? <laughs> I, 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 as, as someone who's been eternally single. Go ahead. Is it your fault? Yes. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tweeting after your dates, Ashley. Chris, John, and Irish Ashley combined to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Hello. Oh my, Ashley is the most comfortable woman in the world. Welcome everyone. I'm to... wearing a poncho. Oh my god. <laughs> is that a poncho? That's very Is there an Irish word for poncho? It's it's what it is, is it's a knitted poncho. It's my mother made this for me when I was really young. <laughs> I agree with you. No, what I'm saying is that uh, poncho is, I believe, a traditionally, I don't know if it's a Mexican or just a South American word, if I'm totally honest. I always assume that I associate poncho uh, with South America. I'm, 
Yeah, I think it it exists in different cultures. Um, also known as the it's poncho, kind of it's just, like the hat it everywhere. It drapes Every over you. Um, oh, like yeah, okay, not not the the word poncho, no, but you know, I'm sure coat came from somewhere. At, in particular, so I don't know what I'm saying. Um, uh, I'm wearing a poncho. Things. That's the end of it. <laughs> a couple of things I want to cover quickly from Joe Trope. He's not here. I take it back. I take it back as well. Chris is uh, taking the day off because he's at a baseball game for his birthday. He's uh, at a sorry, baseball diamond. Was... No, he's at a baseball diamond. But more importantly, he's at a, a game is being played at that baseball diamond by by no Ashley. Idea. What is I the have team? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> what is the team? An anonymous cheer. Oh my god, 300 bits. Oh no, wait, hang on. Sorry, baseball. (laughs) What did you just say? (laughs) I did not say anything. I'm not owning that one. Lord, madam. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Beardy Bill is is in Australia and is joining us as well. That's where John is. I am. It's a morning edition of the untitled Twitch stream. Mm -hmm. Um, let's all uh, let's it's not going to be like a morning zoo style, it's going to be like one of those really depressing. Um, I don't know if they have these in Ireland, but in Canada specifically, they'll have like the local, local community station. Sometimes it's Christian and the morning show will be like Earl, who also does the accounts. And um, Hello and uh, <laughs> welcome to Worship Radio. Okay, let's get ready to um, let's get ready to worship. That's what I think. That's the vibe I'm in for. I was a full yeah. I was fully asleep. 16 minutes ago fully asleep nice. like a little kitten <laughs> surrounded in yarn there was a little there was a chirp chirp noise kind of, there were sawing logs in my head and then i woke up and went oh my god you gotta be on there in 14 minutes <laughs> and it was i was all part really of the... really banking on you not oversleeping <laughs> i know i like i'm not i'm not an oversleep woman so i knew i wouldn't I but it's one of those you that... were actually no it's just there's, you're somebody who gets up when they need to get up. Yeah, it's not a minute crushing, earlier, not a minute later. Exactly when you need. Exactly. To. <laughs> well, it's also I know sometimes, or what it'll be is I've uh, spent the entire night up just thinking about how I have to get up. Do you ever have one of those mm-hmm. fun nights? Yeah, I have them a lot. Yeah, you want to know when you never have those thoughts, Ashley, and that's when you're listening to worship radio because God will keep you awake. <laughs> well, I have a dog that keeps me awake. Oh, yeah. Thank you for those dog photos. Ashley has truly completed her final form. What the fuck is this? Where where did that dog come from? She's on my lap the whole time. Um, <laughs> you know how... I just got to say this, everyone. You know when you see someone truly become themselves? And I think it's just Ashley's just in the woods with many dogs. And I feel that's uh-huh. just who you should be. Yeah, there's just no work out here. <laughs> I mean, but it feels like there's got to... Those people have to do something. Can't you sell jam by the side of the road? Uh, can mm. your tomatoes? So actually, some people do sell strawberries at the side of the road. Of course they do, because Ireland. But it feels is like it's of... kind of a side project. <laughs> I don't know if it is. Your dog photos brighten my day. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, You're no Mr. Steve Moving. I saw in the chat. Did you shit yourself yesterday? Because we will stop the presses to get that full story. Wait, so let uh, me let me find that immediately. Also, one thing that I did bring up there real quick is we have a birthday command for Chris. Um, he's not here, so let's just surprise him with loads of donations to his coffee page. Um, oh, if you put in exclamation mark birthday it'll bring up the link you can go there send him a little bit of a uh 
pick me up for his birthday. Not that he needs to pick me up. That's the wrong. His birthday is today. Beardy knows yeah, well. Well, technically, technically Beardy. Yeah, it's his his birthday yeah. was yesterday because we it's Monday morning here. In Chris's reality, his birthday is right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris is. Um, um, I'm done with time zones. By the way, I think that we should just everyone should be on the same time because the be amount the same of math and Australia can just be at nighttime. At like at like four in the morning can be middle of the day for them or something, you know. <laughs> Holy shit! Look what we're finding out. It's uh, uh, Baldy's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Baldy! Baldy, it's your birthday right now in Australia. It's very rainy, and I don't like. I don't know. Can you guys hear the wind here? <laughs> we cannot. But can you say more okay. rural Irish sentences? Like, can you hear the wind? What are you talking about? Can I hear the wind? Like, how badly really is the windy. wind? <laughs> It's yeah, but really, like the really, idea. I mean, if I was to stand up and open the window here, you would be able to hear the wind. <laughs> well, we are on worship radio. Uh, Will I stand up and open the window? We'll head over to our weather person. Let's head over to a. I'll have to disturb the dog, is the problem. First part of the wind report involves disturbing dogs. I hate the worship radio guy. I already hate him. But no. Are you listening to him a lot? Like. No, this was the thing that happened with, like growing up. This is like a rural Canadian oh. inside joke trope. <laughs> I thought this was a this is a thing I have to deal with in Australia thing. No, no, this is a thing from my childhood that you would like scan past. What is the Christian radio station in Ottawa? Oh, I, can't no. remember. I couldn't find that other comment from Steve Mooney, but um, he made a wonderful butter chicken last weekend, made too much, so saved some. Oh. Right? Took it into work on Tuesday, and I guess that was a bad idea. Oh no. Did it? Oh. Okay, Steve, did it happen in work? Great question. Or was it later when you got home? Okay, I feel so here's like it happened question. in work. <laughs> so where's the, okay, let's think, through, going through a typical work day, Ashley, of you wake up, you're at home, uh-huh. all that sort of, although it is COVID, so it's possible Steve works from home. Uh, well, the, the, the suggestion of bringing it into work would, would suggest otherwise. Yes, okay. What place at work would be the worst place to do it? Mine would be in front of the elevators talking to your boss. I have done it (laughs) whilst sat next to somebody who was training me. (laughs) How quickly did you alert? Did you go like, I just made brownie in my trousers. (laughs) I didn't alert them. To this day, they don't know. What? I managed to... I was wearing black trousers. It didn't all come out through my trousers. Um, I managed to stand up and go to the bathroom. I don't know if she smelled it. I don't know. (laughs) If she did, she she was very polite about it. I I don't want to break this to you. (laughs) That woman spent the rest of the day being like, this fucking It was a wax salon, so there was a lot of like smelly... What are you talking about? Okay, back the fuck up. You worked in a wax salon or did you not take the job? I worked in a waxing salon for, I want to say, five months. And you live, you, we met when I worked in the waxing salon. <laughs> um, I worked there at the exact same time that I was working for both Gilded Balloon and Monkey Brown. I had three jobs at one time at one point. What? Mm-hmm. And at this waxing salon, you should, okay, hang on. It was, um, we have a lot of questions about this. Okay, first one is yeah, it was in work in an office. The assistant manager just walked out, so I risked a fart, and that was not. Oh, <laughs> oh <no. laughs> 
There was nothing more nightmarish in that moment. I stopped trusting farts a very long time ago. <laughs> um, a couple of other questions. So yeah, this is my question. When you're at the wax salon, were you in charge of uh, shaving was, any beeves? No, I was a receptionist. Mm, okay, what are the? Okay, great. I I really find the receptionist job at these kind of places very fascinating. I also knew mm -hmm. someone who was a receptionist at a frater fraternity or fr not fraternity fertility clinic, and there was just very <gasps> interesting calls. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, I need to know more about that, please. Just a lot of rich people called up about their jizz. Um, okay. Which basically <laughs> all that happened. Um, my question to you is, um, what were the weird questions? Like, did people call and were like, I got, I got a hot day tonight. I need a real bikini. Yeah. I mean, people did ask if you could have sex afterwards quite a bit. Um, the recommendation is no, because there's a lot of bacteria in sex and there's a lot of heat generated in sex. And generally anything to do with heat, you should avoid for 24 to 48 hours if you can, like hot water even, or if you, you shouldn't go into a, a sunbed or anything like that, because the heat just irritates all the skin that's already irritated from the wax. Like it will no. cause all of your pores to just become uh, inflamed and... Uh, it can it can get kind of painful you can cause a rash or you know it's just not good um to have any sort of heat so sex generates heat it also generates bacteria which gets into those very open pores um so yeah we got asked about sex a lot uh, coming in from baldy three uh there's not always a lot of heat generated in sex am i right fellas baldy three has nailed it uh, no one yeah, gets waxed the um, uh, the day of a date that could include sex, not unless you're the person with that likes a red fanny. Oh, some people do get waxed. I know. <laughs> Go on. One person. Is it I, me? No, it's not you. Somebody. I I once got a wax ahead of a date that I knew I was going to have sex on. Congratulations. And I did, but I did it like five days before. And at the time, a friend of mine was like, "That was really clever." I went to see somebody last week and I only got a wax on the day and it ruined the sex. <laughs> and I can been... actually tell you who that was. <laughs> was it me? Was it uh, uh, Joe Jam the Monkey Boy? No. I also, by the um, way, I just am a bit tired and almost on impulse just said the name of someone that you have had relationships with and I would have really cocked up the day, but oh, would the chat have loved me. Oh, happy birthday, Chris, indeed. And I can also tell you who it was that this person had sex with. <laughs> oh, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal stuff. Oh, my God. God, 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 God. Oh, my God. Did you know about that? I certainly did. I, yeah, um, I remember finding out about it yeah. because uh, one of the individuals in question. Do you guys mm -hmm. have a friend that will just drop hilarious bits of gossip on you? Like, just you're like, wait, what? Like, like Ashley finding out she worked in a in a pussy hair removal factory with a bunch of angry. Okay, so wait a minute. It's an open salons. Sorry, these just to address this question, Steve. After a wax, it takes like four to six weeks to grow back. It's not spiky because you haven't cut the hairs. There we go. Yeah, they're gone. They are ripped. <laughs> they're the gone. Out they are ripped out from under your skin. <laughs> now, as someone who uh, once walked in and people were doing like hair waxing on their legs and then took one of the strips on each one of his arms and just ripped them off to see what it felt mm -hmm. like. That hair takes so long to grow back. Mm -hmm. 
And also that rip does not feel like a kiss. Like it's one of the many things where it's just like, you know, you just, you experience it and you think, you know, if you were all men, someone would have worked out a painless way to do this. All right. Good luck to you. Somebody, I, I heard something the other day. Oh, the reason that women having hairless bodies became popular was because the the um, men's shaving companies wanted to make more money wanted to make more money and started fantastic. advertising it towards women fantastic that's fantastic that's the only reason women started removing their body hair ridiculous what? anyway Okay, no, no, no. Boomstickery coming in with this nightmare. John, have you heard that during um, uh, waxing a scrotum mm -hmm. can tear open? I have that heard that. Uh, That's which only is why the wax therapist is doing a bad job, though. Well, it's also why I just use hair removal cream on all your sensitive areas, like your bollocks. I'm sorry, and then just... hot wax on your asshole is a great feeling. We've covered this in the past. I just am going to have to fucking disagree, madam. It's just the eye, anything I don't anything hot and wax that that means there's a candle near my asshole and if there's a candle near my asshole it better be unlit and going up it it's such a good yeah anyway uh it feels so clean and nice afterwards anyway we're circling back to the story of the two people in the private chat <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, no. One of the, the one of the individuals in drama in involved just dropped that piece of information just casually as we had just left a chance interaction with the other party involved, and then hilariously the other person told me just uh, randomly when the first person left just went just so you know because I have a relationship with that person where I think that they really mm -hmm. want like they like they're just a bit more forthright than they necessarily should or need to be, and it's very mm -hmm. funny. That's quite funny. Does anyone get this in the morning where you just have to blow your nose like three times? Yes. Is that a thing? This is this has only happened this week. Or pardon I think me. That's a fairly normal thing. Well, I have to. Are you sleeping I have to with blow... air conditioning? Of course. Then that's why. All right, great. Um, also, <laughs> we got a, uh, a contender for a show title. Uh, April 10th, shitting, waxing, and birthdays. Um, uh, Andy chilled. I've also had a relationship with candles. We all have, Andy. And uh, Baldy3 referencing uh, the fact that Elliot Steele and Kate Smirthwaite, I do not believe that there was any intercourse, uh, Baldy. They simply made out uh, on the loft bar patio, and Kai Humphreys took, I think, four million photos. There are more photos of that than of the Zabruder film. And they were all deleted That's off of the so internet. Funny. And I felt... I felt the whole thing because, like, was just, I was just like, it's just two people that find each other attractive. Have fucking at it. That's what I. That's what uh -huh. I said. Yeah, but other people were like, "No, it's so silly. Can you believe that they did that?" And I was like, "That's ridiculous." I don't. Yeah, I don't. Loads of people get off all the time. What's so special about that occasion? It was it's just, just lads. Photos. Being, it was. It was like lads getting overexcited and stuff like that. Okay. It was all the. <laughs> You just, you just it was that whole crew you know what i mean just they get all they get all they all get over they're all like a bunch of 11 year olds and you have to walk in there and take away their mountain dew you've had too much too much <laughs> shouting during temple of doom they're watching indiana Jones oh no oh baldy was trying to guess at the private chat baldy you're not wrong but you're not right <laughs> oh, well yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, you are and wrong. Also, like, and also, Baldy, like, I do enjoy. It was a great guess, but it was also one of those like very classically hilarious, like famous Edinburgh apocryphal yeah. tales. <laughs> yeah. So funny. 
It oh my god! It's what what I always do enjoy, and one of Elliot's great skills is he has such an amazing ability to kind of like, in that situation, just be like, "Yeah, no, actually, it's pretty fucking good." Like it's just like he does not fucking bend to the pressure, and it's just, I respect it so much. Like it's just like, like you know, and it's, I think it extends some of the bullying occasionally, but it's so funny because he's just like, "Let's fucking." Do this. I completely agree, Boomstickery. But there's a thing with rather than admit embarrassment. <laughs> but there's a thing with dudes that if you get a certain amount of dudes that I think like can't have a snog, if they're like a bunch of dudes are all in a relationship and one friend is signal single and one right. friend, they're just all living vicariously. Exactly, but they don't know how to, so it'll almost it'll like turn into kind of a mockery. It's so <laughs> fucking wild. That's hilarious. That's really mm -hmm. funny. Mm -hmm. Yes. How are you, Ashley? How is Aaron? It's pretty good. It was windy and really cold today. Um, my dog got sick on my quilt. Uh... <laughs> Which kind? Which kind? Steve Mooney kind or um, um, had too much Ipecac? Hadn't kind. enough of anything. She wouldn't eat yesterday and so she had an upset tummy and so I was kind of expecting her to throw up at some point. Where um, where are your I assume your parents are there as well, or they if they no. just left you with where are they? I've been with the dogs just by myself for two weeks. <laughs> my parents went to Portugal. Yes, I'm talking about you. I'm sorry. No, um, this my is parents, fantastic. My parents went to Portugal. I've literally just been sat here with three dogs for two weeks by myself. Oh my god, this makes and how, how do you I feel like you're living your best life? I'm fine i could do with some company <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah. there's a certain um, point where you're like Boo, you. yeah i saw one person twice the whole time i've been here so uh you know it's it's a little bit covid lockdown one again um yeah. but i'm okay i've had a nice time with the dogs i've gotten out walking i was out swimming a bit um so the, do you good. do what I heard someone call this wilderness swimming, which is just going swimming in a lake. But someone called it wilderness swimming, and it made me so angry. That is ang that that is anger-inducing. I get that. Um, no, I wasn't uh, swimming. If I was going to go swimming in the wild, it would be in the sea. But at the moment, the sea in, in Ireland is very cold. And then the wind when you come out of the sea is even colder. And yeah, but don't you I, psychopaths wear a goddamn wetsuit like a bunch of wackadoos? I, yeah, I have a wetsuit. I could have worn it, but it's just, it's very cold at the moment. And I had access to a swimming pool, so, you know. There you go. Always better. Always better. I was sort of sneaking into a private pool that my parents are members of, but, you know, it's fine. Um. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Um, the, my prevailing memory as a kid going to swimming pools is because I was raised by a single mom. I would go in the ladies' change room as a kid, and there was always yes. just like three <laughs> pregnant women in there. And I always okay. just remember being just like, oh my God, the belly buttons. Someone should warn you. <laughs> like that is just a gar. Oh God. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I haven't seen or been near a pregnant person in a very long time. Is that um, a rule? That sounds I'm like terrified of pregnant people. Not pregnant people. I'm terrified of pregnancy. That's am... much better. Being terrified of pregnant people would be one of the funniest fears of it. <laughs> Their bodies are... They look like a snake that's eating a deer. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not terrified of pregnant people. I'm terrified of ever being pregnant myself. It freaks me out. Um, like I literally five minutes before this show, I was reading a thing that said uh, about this woman who had to, for 25 years after having her children, had to regularly put her bladder back into position. Like, no. <laughs> now, that was Dr. Negligence and she got her first female OBGYN and that female doctor had her in surgery within two weeks or something to fix it. Um, but yeah, just... Her Apparently, bladder? I, mean, I didn't get, think that was movable. vagina as well. Whoa! Like, no, Tell me about I that. Just don't, I, I, apparently your vagina can fall out after having oh a baby. God! I, I just know. I don't know. What's wrong with me that in my head I'm blaming all of that on a doctor? Like, it's one of those weird things where I'm like, I feel like the human body designed to feel like we had no doctors for that sort of stuff. Like, a lot of babies would die because people were just shoving them out yeah. without sort of medical intervention. But there wouldn't be like... Oh, by the way, your um, your liver is now uh, uh, your feet. You're like, what? You're uh, sorry. I I don't know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, there's just so much that there's just so much that can happen to you. There was another. There was a tweet thing the other day, and a woman had lost her arms and her legs because of sepsis during childbirth. What what news um, uh, websites are you going to? Like this I feel is like on you're Twitter. Still... No, it's not. Then that's not true. What are you doing? You don't don't bring don't. That's not true. Bring me an like I want an actual article. That is that okay? You know what? I'll find it. I will find. I want you to because I I want I want the the I'm gonna have to the sepsis lady to be fake. It's not fake. Ashley, could your keyboard be more comedically far it's away so from you for use? That's so fucking unnecessary. It's so far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you just, what you guys can't see is there's six dogs on Ashley's lap inexplicably. Just just chill in. Just oh, I have dog. a name. A name for what? The dogs? I should hope so. Dog one. Oh, there's more than one person that this has happened to. No. No, it hasn't. Most people are all fake. Fake people. You know what, Joe? I hate this. Oh, no. Joe, you might be onto something. I'm mean, starting <laughs> to think that uh, men might have it a bit easier. Yeah. Um, the, very yeah. possible. Oh, coming in from Baldy3, if you have sex, your arms and legs will fall off because Jesus. Um, <laughs> coming in from Mildred Sees Seashells. Uh, was it Ashley who told us uh, about the chainsaw was invented? Or is that a, a fever dream? Ashley, do you know how the chainsaw was invented? I don't think that's me. I think that was a fever dream, Mildred. Um, also, can you can we find... Uh, also, Mildred, how was the chainsaw invented? Uh, coming in from was it, Andy. Was, I, that feels like something that was said on this show, actually. But I don't think it was me that said it. Mm, that was uh, an episode oh, of QI, apparently. That's fantastic. I, the fact that you're mistaking this show for an episode of QI is pretty awesome. Uh, Ashley Lerner. Oh, no, that's not the wrong one. That is this one. Cool. Um, Does that mean uh, I'm. Oh, God, what's her name? Uh, this one, Sandy Toxic. Sandy Toxic? <gasps> no, I'm, I'm Sandy totally Toxic. Sa no, um, no, no, no. You're Bill Bailey. Uh, and uh, Chris is <laughs> Alan Davis, but only, he's one of Alan Davis's Alan shirts. Davis. Um, <laughs> this one time a woman's vagina exploded and her boob strangled her to death. That coming in from Facebook. Uh, that joke would have been uh, really good if I was able to get it up when it came up about four minutes ago, but instead, mm -hmm. so much delay. Um, there's 
yeah, there's a woman, Kaylee Ferguson Walker, went from a healthy young woman to a quadruple amputee after she lost her second child and developed sepsis. So the child died too. Lovely. What a a fucking, what did that woman do in a previous life to deserve that epically bad day? How was, Mm. how was Wednesday, Karen? Well, um, (laughs) as it turns out, we can still use that home office. Unfortunately, typing for me will be a problem for the foreseeable. Yeah. Uh, coming in from Beardy Noise, I only saw this start with a friend, and I saw the word ultimate and sex in it, so I haven't read it fully, so let's go through it together, Ashley. Um, a friend of mine described his ultimate sexual fantasy as having sex with a lady who has, okay, who had no, no arms like or legs. <laughs> oh my god, I don't like this story, I don't like this story. Like a daughter kebab? Oh no! <laughs> that's not an okay, fa- that is not a fantasy. No, that's that- is a psychological tr- issue that you need to get help for. <laughs> well, um, I mean, as long as it oh, remains God. a fantasy, that's fine. No, it's not a fantasy. Um, I can't describe that as a fantasy. But no, but oh no, I mean, I, the, not to be the, this guy, but is it? What is it? Like, I agree. No. It is a thing you should not do. Also, it's a, no. know what's good about dudes? There's no way that that guy isn't going to be overtly honest with his intentions. So if he meets someone <laughs> who could, uh, who is a uh, quadruple amputee, it's totally fine. Like I guarantee you'd be like, oh, by the way, I have this fantasy. And they'd be like, uh, fuck off. Yeah. Also, Chester's had a hello and a, a hearty hello. You heard something nice about Chris? So wonderful. Uh, oh, beardy noise. It's one of the most disturbing sexual confessions I've ever heard. And I worked in the sex toy industry for a decade. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, my dog is not comfortable. <laughs> is it because of the torso fantasy, sexual fantasy? Yeah, probably. Hang on. Let me just see if she wants to go onto the floor. Okay. Um. Chaz Redhead, happy uh, belated birthday to you, my friend. A happy belated birthday to you. Uh, also, I have not watched Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. Is it worth it? What is it? Is it a Marvel thing? It is a Marvel thing. Moon Knight is a, um, it sort of was originally, I believe, uh, uh, Marvel's answer to Batman, but then he became sort of a complex, more interesting Egypt-centric superhero. Um, okay. Uh, and apparently good. coming in from Kimmer's B, it is totally worth it. Um, and Tiger Tiger is saying, I don't know yet, but Oscar Isaac is very good. Can I just say this about Oscar Isaac? Yum. Yum, 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 yum. He wore a skirt recently with a suit. A skirt or a shirt? No, skirt. Go on. And and people were kind of saying, it looks like it's a kilt. It's not a kilt. It is a skirt. And he looks fucking class. Let me, I'm, I'm going to bring this up. Um, oh, Chris is here. Happy birthday, I mean, Chris. Yeah. He's in between bars. He is post He is bo- post ba- uh, baseball birthday drinking. The, this could be yes. crazy. Now, Chris, I know what area of uh, town you're in. Can you uh, go to, oh, wide open. That's probably that, the best bar in Toronto, ladies and gentlemen. I'm giving it a plug right here. If you're ever in Toronto, Ontario, I believe it's called Wide Open. It's a skateboard dive bar that is one l- short, narrow hallway. Chris. Wide open. Go to wide open. Chris, if you can hear me, go to wide open. 
Also, all Troggies descend on wide open by Chris Booze. By Chris Booze. Fly there. Fly there. <laughs> yes, go and buy Chris a drink for his birthday. Oh, yeah. There is a birthday link there that Tiger has just shared. Um, Chris does not know I set that up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. Please buy him a coffee. Also, Kimber's B coming in with the classic line Piss Bets is becoming Pissed Bests. Oh, he can't uh, hear us. Great. <laughs> good good thing we are showering you with compliments uh that's too many um, adjectives or is it chaz redhead coming in from poppy 2323 some sort of egg being cracked thank you kirsten go to wide open chris it's a bar go to wide open Come and sit down. chris it's very good you will really love the bar wide open you will really love it he's not gonna go there he's probably gonna go to some shit club in toronto because you want know what they have in toronto ashley um what do they have in Toronto? They have a weird combination of pubs and clubs, which makes no fucking sense. <laughs> My hometown loves them, loves a club. Um, uh, oh, it's oh, like they're com combin. Yeah. Oh. like a imagine a like a it's like like welcome to Grace O'Malley's and it's ladies' night and we're playing disco. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. You you kind of the club. <laughs> Oh, oh no 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 that's excellent oh we're having a few sort of mangoes done by the curl herb oh i hate calling something i good i'm uh, this this the bar wide open it is my like i'm not the biggest boozer and my love of booze is gone um which i miss uh but i do love certain like very organically created divey bars are so hard to find now. And this okay. one is so fucking, oh, wide open bar. There it is right there. Oh, look at this absolute paradise. Uh, I'm bringing up a photo of it. Um, oh, yeah. Clurb. Clurb sounds like the disease that, uh, Clurb. Clurb sounds like the thing you catch when you have a fantasy about having sex with a <laughs> armsless and legless woman. <laughs> That is exactly what it sounds like. Dizzy, what? Oh, she's not happy. Oh, cute. <laughs> do you want? Chris has already left, but I, this is the bar he should go to. He should go to this bar right here. There it is. There it is. Wide open in Toronto. Look how fun Ooh. that is. That is the whole bar. That, that is how fun. That looks really fun. It's so good. Yeah. I've had so I'm... many nights out that were not going well, and you just you pop there. Music's at the right volume. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Is this Oscar Isaac wearing a fucking mm -hmm. skirt? Yeah, let's bring this up. This is Oscar Arr Isaac wearing a skirt, and it's fucking oh. fit is what it is. I'm going to say Look this at, about the... Like, oh, oh, yeah. It's so good. I got to tell you, this is not the greatest photo of his face. He looks like he has very loose face skin. <laughs> it's not the best photo of his face, but you know what his face looks like. And and you just appreciate the the skirt. Here's my other question about Oscar Isaacs, and I think I've brought this up a lot. How did he get famous? No one can answer me this. Everyone's like, I like I think like because it's just his race is ambiguous enough that he can play any character from any part of the world. <laughs> that is the future, yeah. And the fact that his name is yeah, it weirdly because his name is two first names. It's kind of he's bulletproof. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he can't be playing a Peruvian. Why? Um, Richard Wright. I don't like it, but I also Oscar do. <laughs> Isaac. Oh yeah, he's so fit. He is so attractive. 
Yes, please. Okay. Um, How, what level of, of rudeness would you mm -hmm. abide from him based on his fitness? See, that's one of those things, though, where it's like there's there's going to be a level of tolerance. I completely then agree. Then there's going to be an absolute no at, at one point. But if it got further than that, it would start to go into hell yes. <laughs> because there's rudeness that's just like a turn off. And then there's like abject so rude to me that I now want nothing more than to fuck him. <laughs> we are very different people. Let's go. So what would the, okay. So what is the like, all right, that's something you care about. So what's like a, you don't, you don't, you don't mind situation. Like a banal kind, <coughs> kind of rudeness. What the fuck was that? <laughs> um, The kind of, sorry, I keep checking on the dog. Um, The, Kind of, yeah, the kind of uh, whatever rudeness would, would be something like, oh, I can't even think, but maybe he doesn't, <laughs> Beardy Noise, I think, has nailed it. There's like, you look terrible, and then there's, you're a nasty little slut. Yeah, um, that's not even it, though, actually, because nasty little slut, that's like, that's like very purposely, um... That is that is overt slutness. Talk. Oh, talk. Yes, I know, you know. Like it's sort of that thing of like you're saying um, that when you've already established a pattern of abusive sexual conversation. <laughs> Not abusive, um, but you know, aggressive. Aggressive mm. is the right word. Um, I I mean so abusive in the consensual way. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I. Like indifference pisses me off, but if it got for like if he if it was more than indifference and he was actively like being rude to me, that would I, I yeah I don't know I, I mean, can't think of any examples. Crazy in a different way. Flustered. Um, service staff, you're at a restaurant. He comes over, very rude to the waiter. How do we feel about that? I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. That's a that's a big. Mm, 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 that's mm, a no. Mm, 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 mm. But what but could they do after being rude to the waiter that then you would be like, gush? It wouldn't be after being rude to the waiter. It would be like if he was much more rude to somebody, like really rich or something. <laughs> So it's we the can power dynamic. I love it so much that it, I don't know why, but I felt I in my head went, it's gonna be a class thing. And like I knew it'll be like it's like he's like, uh, oh uh by the way, the waiter was English. Oh, then it's great. It's great that he made he was yeah. mocking him. Yeah, that's there it is. Yeah. So as long as yeah. he just he it's, hates the people you hate, that's such that's uh, fantastic. Your honesty you is very appreciated. <laughs> no, no, I mean I have newsflash everyone. Based on the way England's economy is going, it soon will be punching down. Like, it's getting so, like, it's yeah. so crazy. Like, England will be much like how England used to be when people would say Spanish Empire. They are going to, we're going to all be like that with the English Empire. Oh, Ashley's gone to pick up a dog again. Very good. I do. She won't sit down on the floor. She will always say that, sit but down the, the head confusion here. indicated to me that you were not prepared to let the dog sit on the floor and you wanted. Sweet lap. No, oh, she's no, like not. Neat. She's been walking around the whole time. Just, just like not sitting down. Yeah. I love it when a dog is stubborn because there's just such a <laughs> naked like. No, I'm just not going to do that. And you're like, well, yeah. what? <laughs> Either you're on only... your lap 
or nowhere. <laughs> so unnecessary. I do want a dog very badly. I, yeah. I also would like a dog. Yeah. I also keep uh, I keep thinking about my Japanese friend's cats. I haven't petted them in weeks. <laughs> I want to pet it. Hey, waiter, where's my food? Hey, uh, Elliot Steele, my accent is more convincing than yours. Sexy Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you really see that someone let That's Elliot very know? funny. Um, here's my question about. Um, but also, where is Oscar Isaac from? Is he an Englishman? Is he, is he one of those English boys? I have no idea. Hang on. I still have his name typed in, so I don't have to type here's in. Here's my the whole thing, thing, too. <laughs> if you're Mark Ruffalo, you got to be so pissed that Oscar Isaac is around because Oscar Isaac is the new model Mark Ruffalo. Like, Mark Ruffalo yeah. is kind of, he's kind of like, hey, you want to get fingered? He's American. Is he really? Yeah. Gotta tell you, Americans really go one Actually, or two Actually, he was born in Guatemala. And his dad is Cuban. Oh, Trump would hate that. I love it. Mm. <laughs> would you like to know a crazy fact about the Cuban Missile Crisis that I always think of whenever Cuba's brought up? It's the most stupid go thing. On. It just shows that the world is on the edge of... The way America figured out the Russians were putting missiles in Cuba was they had spy planes going over and they were building football fields instead of baseball diamonds because the Cubans ha traditionally hate football and love baseball. And they were like, who the fuck plays football? And they're like, the Russians. And then they went and looked and they found boats headed that. And they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. I have no what idea a, if that's what true. What a but silly I way to get caught. <laughs> Of course, but this is the thing with human beings is like whatever. It's always why I never can believe in conspiracy theory. Where I'm like, you have too much faith in human being. Like, like yeah. I, this is um, it's a bit, but I realize it's true. Which was, um, someone was like, oh, you know, the government's trying to kill us with the COVID vaccine. And I'm like, well, then they're doing a terrible job because that's supposed to be like a painful, torturous experience. And no one's dying, and it was relatively... I had the flu for six hours, and I'm fine. Like, what a terrible <laughs> job they're doing then. Yeah. Hmm. If that's what they're trying to do, it's it's they're doing it badly, and we'll let them get away with it. <laughs> I don't... Um, it's very interesting. There's a lot of... Co there's, there's no mass. There's no... Like, COVID is over in Australia. Everything is... Really? Yeah, like it's not. It's like they're not doing it as bad as the UK. They're not at the level yeah. of the UK where you can have COVID and be out of your house. <coughs> Actually, it's COVID. Right. Um, have you not gotten it yet? Or you, no, you have. You're. I did. Uh, I, I got yeah, it yeah. back in February. Yes, you got it. Um, like I, I got the um, the whole fire nostril thing, and to be honest, my nostrils still hurt inordinately. Run. Yeah, like, like, what was the time? Like you got. A sinus infection? No, it just like there was just pain up in my nostrils. Like it just kind of hurt to inhale and exhale, and it's like a hot, burny kind of pain. And I still just get that sometimes. Like Did you the get top of my nose your is nose? just really sore. I didn't nose get chlamydia in my nose. I mean, that maybe like I did. <laughs> you never know. Uh, you quote. never know. Imagine going to the doctor and they just they come back out looking gobsmacked. <laughs> it's chlamydia and it's in your nose. Like they would just think they'd be like, Oh, how did that happen? That would be awful. That would mm. be so bad. 
be one of the worst things ever. I um, I don't know why I'm just now thinking. So when I, you know how I have that giant arm sack of liquid on this elbow? Yes. So when that first developed, that was huge. Yes, I'll never the, forget the arm sack of liquid. <laughs> of joint fluid? Don't do it. Don't. No, don't well, do it. It's pretty light this morning, actually, if I, I move uh, it around. The, oh, my God. I did just get not some like joint lube that moved. <laughs> to fill my sack, my lube sack, my bursa. Anyway, when that first developed, that was in Australia. And so I had to go to an Australian doctor and he was so unnecessarily laid back. Like I remember he was poking it with a gloveless finger. Like he was just like thumbing it. And I was like, you're going to put gloves on? And he was like, yeah, all right. And then he put on gloves and he's like, yeah, just in your bursa. Now you just have that now. And then I and like I flew to back to England, went to like the hospital that did the surgery, and they said the same thing. And I remember just being like, "Wow, that guy was right." Wow, I would not have thought that guy was right. <laughs> oh, things, that's awful. The things you learn. Yeah, there's been a lot of chat online lately about like being a woman going to the doctor and and how you just you get so dismissed so often. And I've had so many things wrong with me where doctors told me I was imagining it until it was proven right. Like, but was it? What, isn't there some case that's happening right now? There's a reason why. We're there's a getting... reason this is being spoken about. Yeah, but I think there's. It's sort of just in the zeitgeist as well. There is a reason. I don't actually know what it is. Um, but I assumed that there was something. Probably, you know what? It's probably something crazy like women wanting medical care. And you want to know what? I'm against that. I'm against oh, that. do you know what it probably is? They're revoking abortion rights somewhere, aren't they? Oh, America. They're revoking abortion rights in, yeah, in the United States of America. It's probably something to do with that. Well, no, um, they're, doing it in, they're doing it in an even worse way, actually. Actually, what they're doing is they're going to send it back to the states, uh, which means currently in Illinois, where abortion will definitely remain legal, they're setting up. Uh, call centers with people who know how to describe quickly how to get a woman from Missouri to Illinois so that wow. they can literally just have a medical procedure done on their body that is of their own choice. It is their body. Like it's just in the end, like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and also they're now arresting women for um, having abortions in other states, it's going to get fucking crazy. Because in the end, this is not none of this is legal under their laws. Yeah. And I'm aware some of you are going to go, well, legally speaking, perhaps the precedent that was used to create Roe versus Wade was a bit problematic because, yes, the popular opinion was headed that way, but they weren't necessarily pre prepared in a jurisprudence or legislative way. I'm not exactly sure which word is appropriate in that measure. Either way, can we stop undoing things we figured out 30 years ago? We figured yeah. this out. Oh, I got arrested and has like a million dollar bail for having a miscarriage. What? Fucking hell. That's ridiculous. Oh, oh, it's awful. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, you know but yeah, I mean, there's, there is just like the thing that I was watching as well. I watched, there's a show that's just come onto Netflix called. Um, the pleasure principle and it's just about research into women's sexuality and you know the fact that a lot of women can't come and stuff like that um and it's just about how there's just m medicine on the whole is very it's always been 
that research has been done about men's bodies like the default medical research mm-hmm. is just about men's bodies and so there's a lot of women's issues that completely just go unresearched and unknown about um and they just like women's health is so disregarded a lot of the time um and that includes sexual health Mm. this is strange too Mm -hmm. because i always find uh how do i say this the joke i was trying to go for is uh a joke about how surgeons are always the least understanding person people so i could totally see how the medical industry could do this but i I couldn't i couldn't connect it in my head so it just didn't work and now i'm just now just in a rage about the american abortion (laughs) because i just i find like besides all of the subjugation of women the assertion over control over their own bodies being done by men for by the way, I can't figure out the reason most of these people are Baptist, which was up until, in some cases, the 90s, the Baptist church was uh, pro-choice. So we're just like, what the, f-? like, fuck yourselves. Yeah. This is all bullshit. Someone it's... fuck Mike Pence in the face. <laughs> Make sure it's a man because that's what he wants. He wants a boy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I had been battling my illness for nine years when I went to a surgeon and he told me that I had been imagining it and I didn't need surgery. But to be fair, uh, Ashley, your disease was hubris. (laughs) 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 Just the idea of you sitting there with a surgeon and you're like, "Uh, Doc, I think I have excess hubris, which is something I so would have. And then he's just like, that's not a thing. You're like, you'll have to remove it. (laughs) That would be funny. <laughs> what? Um, I'd love to go ever... back to that surgeon and do that. <laughs> I'll do it. I think that there should. I want to create a television show, which is for you can never make this because people would be killed. Um, yeah. But it is you, the contestant. Just you. You you ask a series of questions, and if you get all the questions right, uh, depending on how many points you get, that's how much of a level of revenge we exert on someone that has wronged you in your life, and that's just the whole TV show. Oh my god! And it would, like you know what I mean? It would be so fucking insane. But I get that would be oh my god! If you, if I if you were Logan Paul, I could get this made right now because that guy's just that level of socio. I mean, that would be crazy a TikTok. TV shows have happened. I'm listening to a podcast at the moment called Harsh Reality, and it's really interesting. It's about this. It's this. It's Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera. Um, do you know who Miriam Rivera was? So Miriam Rivera was a trans woman who went on to a TV show called There's Something About Miriam. They got nine men onto this island with Miriam. Uh, The island was Ibiza. And they made the men compete to win like a date on a yacht with her or something like that. Uh And over the course of a little while. And the whole like thing about her that there's this huge there's this guy that wins they had a huge chemistry her and the guy and they really liked each other and then he wins and then they're like you've congratulations you've won 10 grand and this trip of a lifetime and then they're like but Miriam has something to tell you (laughs) it's horrific the whole the whole purpose of the show was this build up to these men being told that this woman was a trans woman. And it was just 
like it's so awkward to listen to the footage because <laughs> there's so no awkward. there's no way they dealt with that in a like a fine and respectful way no like there no. is it's honestly, you listen to the whole thing and the way that they treated the men that they brought onto the island is horrific and oh. then the way that they treated Miriam as well is just so, so bad. Because the, with the men, they had them like go through this huge interview process where they asked them things like, um, how would you feel about your best friend fucking your mom? And how do you describe your sex? Like they, they purposely went for men who were openly kind of, they were, you know, adventurous with their sexuality. Yeah, like they, they were still they straight men, but they were, you know... Up yeah, they for a laugh, as it were. They didn't, they didn't get eight <laughs> bashers, so that like no. at the the last episode just resulted in one of them like, Whoa. yeah, no, I thank God well, they at least one of them, the guy that was the runner up, um, he like flipped out and started breaking up the set and everything after they cut after they cut the camera. He's like smashing plant pots into the pool. He's doing all of this shit, um, I, but. Honestly, it's just that they'd been so, they were so, you can kind of see their side of it as well. Like they were so deceived throughout the whole thing. And they were just, they were made to go through all these really grueling tasks and stuff. Like they were made to like carry these trolley things around the island or something that were really heavy. And they were just like, it wasn't a fun task. It was torture. I had a cup of coffee in the reality TV (laughs) world. Like I was, I was on America's Got Talent for one episode. Mm -hmm. And the things that they'll they'll do things because they want you to they they need it to be an emotionally interesting story in their heads. So even for me, yeah. they made me wait a lot of times, and then they kept asking rapid fire questions about my mom, clearly trying to get me to cry or have emotion. Wow! <laughs> and so I just kept swearing. Is the trick, by the way, is <laughs> just they can't use it. It becomes unusable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 I know someone that would. It's a, an agent, and they'll go and sit at TV tapings, and they'll sit like this. So that you can't film them in the audience. That's so funny. But it's also just really creepy because I'm like, what are you just? Yeah, just don't sit in the audience. Also, is the yeah. way I have to blow my nose because it feels like there's two corks of mucus That's okay. in my face. You do that. So, you take uh, care Ashley, of your nose. Come. <laughs> At least he's had the decency to um, t- turn off his microphone while he goes blow goes and blows his nose. Um, but yeah, such a weird concept for a show really really good podcast though by the way if anybody wants to go and check that out um i listened to two podcasts this week the first one was sweet bob sweet bobby that was recommended to me by alison spittle amazing podcast and then i've been listening to this one i'm not finished it yet but harsh reality it's um it's being researched and narrated narrated is that what you say for a podcast by a woman called trace lizette and it's a podcast production company that's trying to highlight trans stories as well um which is really cool um but yeah it's such a fucked up story and i haven't got to the end of it but i do know that miriam rivera died so i'm like oh i don't know where this is going i don't know how she died but i do know that she died um yeah where do you find your podcast i when I like a podcast, I go into the production company that made that podcast. Um, this one is a Wondery podcast. Um, of course it is. In With uh, the company. There's, it's a joint one with Wondery and a company that's doing these trans stories. Um, and 
I like Wondery podcasts. <laughs> Wondery is very good. Uh, good. Cool Zone Media. Have you gotten into any of those? No, I will get into it though. So Cool Zone Media for any of you guys, and I'm so sorry, my obsession with the alt right continues with strength. But they do a six part mm-hmm. series on January sixth. Uh, oh, okay. And one of the episodes that's so interesting is they go into all of the citizen detectives that have been a part of the investigations because, and usually that's incredibly frowned upon by law enforcement. This doesn't give anything away, but because uh, January 6th is the most photographed and videoed crime that's ever occurred, they had to use citizen uh, detectives because there aren't enough people on the planet in law enforcement that can use that type of technology to find wow. everyone. So a shitload of people that are just were... Assaulting people, assaulting officers were all discovered and found by these people on Facebook. There's one there's one group that they go into that are like completely anonymous that have brought down like a huge amount of people at this point. Like it's so crazy. Like it's so like they oh my we might see hangings. Apparently some women were using dating apps to catch some of the people who went to January 6th. (laughs) No. Like this just this class. Fuck yeah. I want to use a dating app to solve crime. That, well, there's <laughs> It'll your be show. So much better. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mm, that's a to show. To fuck a murderer? I'm... Oh, I can so see you starring in that show. <laughs> that would be class. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, um, what yes. type of murderer would you go for first? See, I feel you like, I feel like you could really have a couple of nice dates with a nice. Like someone who's who's killed in the name of passion, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he lost, like it's like a like a like a uh, like a pansexual former soldier. His mm-hmm. um, his fella in his platoon was murdered, and he just lost lost his mind. Walked out into this for some reason. I'm saying he's a Ukrainian. He walked towards the Russian oh, troops. Oh no, nothing but a... Paddy Padman. No, thank you. Who's the West Cork guy? I've we've spoken, I think, before about Ian Bailey and the Sophie Tuscan Duplantier murder. Oh, the guy you had you went to his table in that weird fucking yeah, uh, restaurant. I don't know. I don't want to do that. I've now I gotten very turned off this idea. <laughs> I was I was I was sharing. I was saying like, oh, my friend Ashley, like, there's this guy who's been accused of a murder, and he uses the pub as his fucking living room. And they were like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I, here's the thing with that story that I again revisit. Is if some people suspect you of murder, it's an uh-huh. interesting thing of, I think that then you either go, well, like, I'm doing whatever I want. Like, because it's like, people think uh-huh. the worst of me anyway. So what the fuck am I going to do? Or what I think you should do is really act innocent. Like, really up the innocence quotient. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. be flying a kite whenever it's appropriate. Nothing to see here. But what are you doing? That dog is just going to want to be back on your she's lap. She's too hot. She's too hot and she's panting. And I know that she can't be up here, but she does want to stay up here. Oh, I can hear and her sneezing. She's having a little sneeze. That was her choking. <laughs> Why is she choking? She chokes sometimes. She like, not choking, but like, I don't know, dog equivalent of coughing. I like, I don't know. Okay, she's gonna go sit down. Please go sit down. She's such a fussy dog. I'm gonna say this right now. What are you talking about? The dog chokes sometimes. She okay, so she kind of like if she drinks her water too quickly, she sort of has has a little choke and then she's fine. 
<laughs> Evolution is trying to take that dog out and you're preventing it from happening. I also want to say this coming in from Raz. Oh my God, she's, she's going to sit down. Oh, thank God. Oh, she was getting on my nerves a bit there. What if during your date with Oscar Isaac, you oh. found out he murdered someone? Okay, okay, let's discuss that. How did he murder them? Great question. I also just want to, I only and who brought did that he murder? to quickly show you uh, Beardy's comment, which is uh, Beardy1948. I'd be like, great. <laughs> murder my dick um, I would say I'd probably I would react say similarly. <laughs> Oscar Isaac would have been like it was a crime of passion. Um, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Choke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Though it would just be. But here's the thing. I don't know. I could never like with a murderer. If I even if it was like, well, what happened? It was always manslaughter. I'd still be like, yeah. I don't feel like like I would always be like, do they? Do they feel bad? Do you know what I mean? They would always be yeah. back in the back of your head. I think. I think in a like I could fuck them. I couldn't sleep next to them. <laughs> oh, interesting. You know what I would do to make sure is I would try and angle for the rarest of all plums, which is the one night stand that takes place in the afternoon while everyone is sober. That's what I would go for. Okay, that's you generally go for that though. No, well, I do like a nice I like a nice sober you like date afternoon when... delight. <laughs> Who doesn't like a little afternoon delight? You know what I'm saying? But no, but I'm saying if you ever to go for that like date one, like to transition from like we're going for a walk in the park to romping in the garden of Eros is mm -hmm. that's a that's a hard transition. But if you're if you're about to fuck a not murderer, for me it's not. <laughs> I, I hope. Uh, okay. um, because I'm a legend. Um, legend. Get out and take your knife. Take your knife out. You challenge a murderer to a knife fight, Andy. What are you yeah, doing, I'm not bro? Doing that. No. Um. If anything, it's going to be the most tame sex. <laughs> no, no. You imagine, imagine being told to tone it down by a murderer in the sack. Like, whoa, a little extreme. <laughs> like, a little extreme. You killed someone. You killed someone. Yeah, but I didn't get off on it. <laughs> Now here's my question: If you, if you, yeah, but didn't you? If you're on a date with a soldier, depending on how you define what they've done, yeah, I would take that depending on the war. If you're yeah, having it depends on the war, it depends yeah. on the side of the war you're on. It depends on what right. your Hi ranking was. Hypothetical for you, Vietnam vet has necklace of ears. Do you still fuck him? No. <laughs> No, I'm I British don't. British joke, Vietnam. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so, oh, second question. Um, yes. You do know that that whole ears string thing is real, right? That there was I a know. guy. I know that that's real. They you know also used even... to bring back heads. You know what happened to the guy, guy with the ear necklace? Who You know, he was mailing that to the Pentagon to let him know that he was still alive, which is the most fucking insane thing. You want to know how to that guy? What? He was monitored, uh, supposedly, they've never admitted to this, but was monitored by military intelligence for the rest of his life and just, like, worked in a hardware store and raised a family and was a <laughs> lovely man. Oh and God. I guarantee his kids were like, he was not lovely. There is no way that guy was a fun dad. Like, he, he was like, he was a... Uh, um, this stream this <laughs> took a weird turn suddenly, so we're banging on trend for how things go here. That's right, Kimmers. Yeah. We were an hour late, so none of the paltry first hour easing you on in we're not being held back by chris betts and his 
attention to scheduling and detail. It's just it's <laughs> two, two agents of chaos here. It's just, just come about, as you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how are we spelling come? That's one U, one M, no E. Because that would be no Kumi. E. Kume. Um, I think I'd still pronounce that come. Even with a U and an, an E? No, it'd be Kume. Kume. Yeah, it would be Kume. Hello, I like you to cume. I hate this conversation. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't, you want to, you don't want to pronounce it cume. I want you oh, to cume. Oh, that's terrible. Can you cume in my voice. face? Stop um, it. So, how much longer are you alone with the dogs? Until tomorrow, my folks are getting back in tomorrow. Um, they've they've been living their dream. They're out in a camper van in Portugal in the Algarve. It's great. That's very in the. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and as I finish that sentence about my parents, as you I are, read, that's very April good. Hume as you are. <laughs> uh, coming in from uh, internet. Uh, oh, happy uh, birthday, Baldy! Oh, We're past midnight. It's Baldy's birthday. Happy birthday, Baldy! Um, coming in from uh, lots of struggles, struggle not to become monsters when thrown into war. This is a very true thing. It's one of the mm-hmm. most, um, one of the most shocking things I learned about uh, the American military. And I was doing this when I was Googling when after my bike accident and I started showing signs of post-traumatic stress disorder from like reliving the accident. And the, like, I knew that there was a lack of support for veterans in America based on the amount of homeless veterans. But when there, the amount of Reddit groups and Facebook groups that are specifically like, here's how you deal with this. Like, you're like, holy fucking shit reddit mm-hmm. like and they're literally like they do not go to the va they will not they won't help you they'll put you on like this that and, the other. and you're like holy mother fucking fucking fuck um brutal yeah. crazy uh baldy what are you gonna do for your birthday anything exciting any bigger um yeah i feel like this time last year which just shows how different we are a year later is i feel like was this just when like you the uk you could make like a an appointment to go to um a pub for like an hour this time last year am i crazy that that's where it was oh i actually don't even remember when anything was happening at what points but that's probably right yeah insane that sounds about right it's um i I just remember remember what i was doing this time last year I was super stressed out about money because my EDD had just been shut down and I was accused of fraud. Like that had just happened. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then slowly stand up opened up the next year. I was doing a lot of performances at the fucking um, pub appointment started July, July of 2020. Oh, that's right. Because the UK just opened up for that summer. Like just went for yeah, it. Yeah, they opened up for July and August and then everything kind of got shut down again in September, I think. Maybe October. Um, I still say I, was, I could do I was terrible. I was like, I went to a house party in that August. <laughs> um, I mean... I, I flew across a continent and went to another yeah. country in July of 2020. It was like all of us had not gone anywhere for two weeks. Like we had all completely isolated. We got somebody's grandparent had died and we were just like, you know what? This takes a priority. We're getting together. Um, oh yeah. That person was very sad. And we were, we, but we were all like, we've all been isolated 
we're just coming together because this person needs us. I remember... Um, and it was August, actually legal at the time. August or September of 2020 was the first time I took a test. I remember that being because I was going to go see my grandmother and I was like, oh, God, I need to isolate for like 12 to 14 days before I see her. Mm-hmm. And then my wife at the time went, well, I think we can get tests now. And then I just looked up and you could like, w- I walked into a hospital and they like swab, swab. And they were all like, thank you for doing this. This is going to help us so much. Yeah. And I watched it literally go from like they were desperate to literally then word got out and it was impossible to schedule a test. Like you'd wait for hours. Yes. Eat out to help out was happening. Uh, mm, which is cute. That wasn't this time. Was that? No, that wasn't this time last year. That was in the summer in the summer of 2020, I think. Or no, that was only last year. No, it was. Tw- mm, I can't remember. That was 2020. Yes, that was 2020 because I was still in Edinburgh. And that was a great few weeks of being able to go out and eat food for half price. <laughs> oh, my God. And there get was some... cocktails. It was great. <laughs> so COVID, I think either like COVID did one of two things to a lot of communities and stuff like that. Like, with I think England, especially in a post-Brexit England, like COVID was literally the turning the lights on and all the cockroaches can't scurry so they kind of just stand there and we're like well these are a lot of different problems we'll now have to deal with yeah los angeles that covid time the biggest thing it has done is a city where it had no outdoor space for eating even though the weather is always nice no restaurant ever had a patio now all has patios because they were like wait we all have these giant parking lots we just take up three spaces and have like 10 new tables oh the best. Excellent. The best. Yeah. Oh, my God. And tra- like, let's talk about this. The amount of first class flights I took in 2020 for no money. Really? A flight from New York City to Los Angeles. It was cheaper to fly first class than it was in an economy. Wow. That's so I've never flown. First- oh, that's a lie. I got we got bumped up to first class. From, oh, I want to say from Florida. It was either from Florida to Atlanta or Atlanta to Ireland. Oh, that's good stuff. One of those trips. uh, It could have been New York to Ireland, actually. Those are all great first class trips to be upgraded on. Like, why the fuck would you not be up? Like, I remember getting on, leaving Australia. My parents were so stupid. They let us have them. What? We got given, we got given two first class tickets. There was four of us and my parents let us have the first class tickets. Yeah, because they're probably I don't think they felt comfortable leaving us in in the economy by ourselves. I would have made you switch halfway. I would have been like, we're all doing this half and half and half. You yeah. kids get the first half, and then we're swapping. Yeah, that would have been the way to do it, really. <laughs> yeah, there's like I'm like yeah, there's only a fairness to it, but yeah, I know we some probably people... did do that to be honest. I think because we would have been we were quite young going to America, so the first time we went, we were eight and nine, and then the second time we were ten and eleven, like. Maybe I do love that every Irish person I have met, like no matter, like they could literally have been raised in a homeless camp, and yet every Irish person has visited the East Coast of America. Like it is literally, it is like your, 
It's like you're going on on your hodge. Is that the correct word for on it? What? The pilgrimage that um, Muslim people take to Mecca. Is that what it's called? The hodge? That's what it yeah, feels like when Irish people go to America. It's like, this is what we've been promised so far away. Oh, hang on. Hang on. I think the dog means English. to go out. Hang on. I'll be back. Go, Ashley. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God, everybody. Look at us. Yes, Hodge. Thank God. Uh, here's what you could have won. Like the speed bump uh, oh, on uh, Bullseye. God damn. I got to tell you. So when I moved to before I moved to the UK in 2011, uh, to research comedy before I went over to England for the first time to try and do stand-up. I uh, I Googled British stand-up and what came up was the Channel 4 or the ITV documentary, the top 100 best stand-ups. And so I learned about people like Jim Davidson. Oh my God, guys, can we talk about Jim David? Did you guys see that Jim Davidson is doing his own panel show? Wild stuff. Um, and the other thing I learned about was Jim Bowen. From Bullseye, which if you do not know, do not know who the hell Jim Bowen is. This guy is the worst, best comedian ever. I am never, I like, I don't, I could probably make it happen, Baldy, and I never would. I never would. Uh, walked by Jim Davidson once in Edinburgh, and I, he was wearing so much cologne that it I'm was so too sorry. much, and that he was, was like outside. A- that was like a she's going. She's getting ready to shit on the floor moment. <laughs> Did you have to take her outside while she was like making that she weird is... dog curl with their ass <laughs> motion? Where you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> she is outside. I'm gonna have to go in like a minute to let her back in. Um, oh, that's fine. I just We're talking come about... up and explain because that was just a no. Do not shit on the floor of Dad's office. <laughs> so, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> How long were you in before you realized it was a bad idea to move here? Brexit. Brexit is when I, Brexit was the look through the looking glass moment. How long because after Brexit got voted through did you stay here? My visa was approved. No. Okay, so Brexit was June. Um, my green card had been applied for. So this is all still the Obama year. So like immigration in America, it's going very quickly. Um Everything's getting approved, all of that sort of stuff, because I just I meet all the qualifications. I get first approval. There's two portions of approval. I get first approval September of 2016, go to L.A. for a visit October of 2016. Trump is elected November of 2016. The next within three days, my lawyer says you will be in the U.K. for at least another year waiting for this to get sorted out. And I was there. I lived in the UK for another full year and a half after that. Okay. Waiting okay. for them to approve my visa. And then I lived on the road for eight months in 2018. And then I moved to Los Angeles uh, at the end of 2018. By the way, guys, never live on the road. You will get so fucking emotional because you have no home base and you, you go... You go a type of weird where you're just like I'm doing for the next few months. (laughs) Actually, no, no, but parents' house until August. And parents' house doesn't count, so because that's a ground. Parents' house won't be there in June and July. I understand, but you have it now, so it's like so. Then you have like June, July. That's only two months. That's manageable, like yeah. Leaving the Edinburgh Festival, but I did think it was going to be longer than this. (laughs) Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Everyone should do it once so you can go, I never need to do that again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like shitting outside. Do it once. 
So you can say, <laughs> I prefer a toilet. <laughs> um, I'm going to let the dog in real quick. I'll be back. Very well. Sorry. Uh, hello, everybody. I, um, yeah, Brexit. Brexit was the moment, uh, Mr. Steve Mooner, I was like, I got to get out of this toilet country. Um, it was just uh, all of the vitriol around it, all of the nonsense, all of the clear amount of lying being done by the people that were pushing for it. Just It just was so fucking infuriating. It was even more infuriating because the amount of my friends being like, it'll work out, it'll work out, it'll work out. And they still haven't been like, you know what, we were wrong about the working out aspect of this because it has not worked out. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? If I'm lying, I'm lying. Um, as if Ashley hasn't shit in, a pro, in an appropriate place. You know, Steve Mooney, I kind of agree with you. When I sort of said that, I was like, yeah, I feel like this is going to get some pushback. I got to tell you, I always miss doing the stream from my house. I always like that. That's my favorite. Because it just it feels weird that I'm not looking at the things I usually look at when I'm streaming. It doesn't feel like the camera's in the right place. It should be up there. I should be concerned about my green screen. Uh, you are indeed not wrong. I agree. At least it was an adventure. That is very true. Uh, nothing will work out. Uh, it'll be revolution. I hope so. I feel like we could. I, I would like to unfurl a standard. You know what I mean? Um, are you guys getting the fridge hum that I'm also picking up? How is Australia going? It's going really well. Um, the hour that will be in Edinburgh this year. Uh, I think is going to be my best one. It seemed being uh, nice and tight. I had an excellent evening last night, uh, post show, not really being social after the festival or after shows and stuff like that. Like it's just I'm kind of trying to make. Uh, no. Yeah, you say that, uh, but there was the whole English Civil War and a variety of different things that weren't called revolutions, but definitely are. Um, but there back, was one. And I I caught my finger in between the chair and the desk. Oh. <laughs> And it really fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Okay, the dog is wandering around again. Is it shitting? I don't know. It feels like she's looking for somewhere to shit. Did you not go when I put you? I'm stressing now. <laughs> do you want to go? Do you want to go look and see if your dog went went for shit outside? Guys, if this dog, if this dog gets in Ashley's lap and then ends up shitting, um. Here. Shitting on Ashley. This will be a fucking show highlight. I totally agree, by the way. Um, what would you call it? Uh, Balding English Civil War is an incorrect name. Is it because the war wasn't civil? Oh. Uh, but last night I went on a big stoned walk and listened to a lot of funk music. I think I will have to come back in a second. Understood. I think I fixed my show. And what it was was if anyone saw me in November, there was a bit in the show that was sort of out of place and I couldn't figure a place for it. But what I always do now, because I've learned, is always write those bits out and have them somewhere so you can reference them when you're in a moment like I was last night being like, this fucking piece of the show needs a fucking bit right here to make it work. And I was like, God damn. And I remember that bit, and I was like, that'll be perfect for this situation. So I think I fucking fixed the show. Um, yeah, if you want to go see uh, Lena Moon's show. I do want to go see uh, Lena Moon's show. She hilariously walked by me on a stoop, and I think we both are – We I have never met her before, but I know what she looks like for because I've watched her streams based off of uh, Baldy and Alex Watson's recommendations. She watched by me, and I think she's seen some of my streams because we had this moment where we like made eye contact, and she was like – but like, do you, you say hello in those moments? Uh, and she just walked by. I also don't think she could place who I was. Um, but yeah, it was very, um, 
Interesting. I haven't seen that much yet. I saw Laura Davis's uh, stand-up comedy show, which is coming to Edinburgh, and you all should go see. It is. I don't know what that accent was. Um, Portuguese, uh, but absolutely fantastic. Are you surviving the sun? Boom stickery. It's the fall here, my friend. It's gray and rainy. It would be the most UTS of all streams if a dog had shit in Ashley's lap. Like, let's <laughs> let's not she, meet mince words. I don't. I don't really know what's wrong with her. To be honest, I think. Oh, I think she just wants to like properly go to bed now. This is later than I usually stay up with them. Um, but you but know when you get go- that like hot flush of kind of upsetment and embarrassment and pain when you've hurt yourself. <laughs> I really just had like a moment there after I caught my finger in the chair. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the fucking finger. Do you need a second? I can cover it. You want I'm like, wanna... I'm okay. Just then when she wouldn't sit down, I was just like, no, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Do you need to go sort of I can fit I can bring this show home. I can no, do no, it. I'm genuinely I am fine now. But you know, you know when you hurt yourself and you just like go into that really childish mode. <laughs> it's weird. This that this is so a fucking thing I would say, which is I've hurt myself so often that I'm just kind of like, all right, well, you just no, just like, walk. I have it a off pretty maybe. good kind of pain threshold and everything as well. But, you know, every now and then you just kind of get yourself and it just like you just kind of get upset. And Yeah, no, I know. You're just like, yeah. I always yeah. think of like this again. We're doing this. We're doing the I'm hurt thing. I also think that it's there's so two silly. types of people in the world, which is there's illness people and injury people. I think actually yes. maybe both. But I'm such an in. See, I get that way more when I'm sick. Like when I'm sick, I'm so like fuck you, I I am not sick, and it's like you're clearly sick, and it's like oh everyone just sweats. Yeah, I I haven't really injured myself that much actually. I've just had horrible illnesses. Um, the so, jaw thing is an injury. That's not a that's, that's not, not an, an illness. injury. Oh, um, that's an injury. A medical procedure though that resulted in an injury. I guess it was pain over kind of sickness. I guess yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely who? not, that's definitely an injury. What are you talking about? Yes, it's a procedure, but it's like, it's like yeah. we broke your spine to get to your pancreas. Like your spine yeah. is still broken and you have to deal with that injury. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, but I mean, it was fixing, I don't have an injury from it. It was fixing something that wasn't growing properly. So I don't, well, I still get, a bit of stiffness in my jaw. I can't chew gum. I cannot chew gum. What do you mean you cannot um, chew gum? My my jaw will like seize up if I chew gum, and sometimes even if I'm just chewing something that's chewier than normal food, um, my jaw will just get a bit like tense and sore. Um, but yeah, I can't I can't do chewing too much. That's insane. That is so fucking crazy. So, yeah. like, I mean, I have my you, jaw broken. So, <laughs> I know, but I'm now thinking, like, if you see like a really, really tough piece of meat, you're like, well, I'm just out. Like, there's no, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of very tough pieces of meat. Anyway, it's just <laughs> that's you. No, that's not. That's, that's never been true. you. Just no, no. I'm very, I'm very much about lean meat. <laughs> Yo, fuck yeah, bro, 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 bro. Um, <laughs> um, Ashley has an out of doing blowjobs. 
How are you? How is that? I, no, what kind of blowjobs are like that's this? That's not really how it works. I can still do blowjobs, um, and you don't chew on yeah. somebody's cameras. Dick. I don't want to. I don't want to teach you how to live your life. You but don't like, chew. Th if this is if this is what, uh, let me suck your dick. I will say I don't think I'm very good at giving blowjobs. I mean, it's all it's like, but it's, it's one of those so... things where there's way too much of a premium put on it in terms of like the actual skill level required for that activity is a bar much lower <laughs> than anyone is ever going to acknowledge. Like all of this, yeah, yeah it's actually all Amy gets it. It's all about because you know what a guy really wants? All they actually want you. Oh no, 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 no. Um, I just yeah, it's just yeah. The dog is barking. The dog is barking. Gummy BJs are different. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about chewing somebody's dick right now. To be yeah, honest. like you're not trying to pierce the skin, but you, you like, have you ever had like a piece of fat from a steak just in your oh, mouth? Just a no, little... just stop it. No, 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 no. The skill level is no teeth. Mm. <laughs> I'm always so concerned about my teeth. Why? Because. It just can't. What are you scraping it? Like, are you doing this? No, I'm trying not to. Is the thing, but sometimes I mean, it's difficult. I mean, like, listen, it's, I, you know, point, you know <laughs> how do I say this? <laughs> I think it's much ado about nothing. You just gotta. It's also the thing of the the dude will let you know if anything is errant. Like, they'll be immediately. I don't think they will. Uh hard disagree. We could do an experiment <laughs> if you like. No. Let's get. Let's, we'll hire you. <laughs> we'll hire two sex workers, and we will we'll pay them extra and be like, "Listen, madam, we're gonna need you to tooth it up a little bit." You know what I mean? Just see how the guy reacts. And I guarantee he's a mean. I don't like that. Immediate. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? I don't know. Am I crazy? I, I feel like I'm totally. Far. Also, Steve Mooney, can you please put all of these show titles in the yes, uh, in, the, in Discord the Discord because they are. Also, we haven't had a clip for ages, and I keep like searching through um trying to find little moments i can clip and it's just driving me insane so if we say anything especially funny please clip it um. yeah baldy baldy three has literally just made this joke horrendous and i'm bringing yeah. it up for us all so we can kill it. i mean worst case scenario <laughs> oh! no 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 it's like trying not to chew candy oh <laughs> uh, god have you ever had a piece of roast beef stuck in your teeth? That's what I feel like the banjo strings. Oh, oh, that's nasty. I hate that you said that. I hate uh. that you said that. Have you ever gotten any sex injuries? I fell off the bed once. I had Falling a big old bruise well. on the hip. Um, yeah. I've, I, my hips, <laughs> you're going to love this. My hips tend to lock sometimes during sex, um, and that's because I was born in extended breach, so I was born with my legs behind my head, and my spine is slightly misshapen in that your spine is meant to have like a natural S-bend, whereas mine is actually just poker straight, and so it kind of affects my pelvic floor, and um, I yeah, my hips tend to lock sometimes, and when that happens, it's really awkward because I have to be like, do not move! Don't, I know you're inside me, but do not move right now. <laughs> it's incredibly painful. Um, 
Baldy, um, we have so much. many things in the chat that are a nightmare. <laughs> they are as a nightmare um, in the chat. Andy Chilled oh, coming in no. with. I, I know somebody that that happened to. <laughs> I spilled blood into my partner's vagina because my PP ripped, filled with blood. Oh, I just dropped the name oh. of somebody that that happened to in the chat. <laughs> Which chat? Our private chat. Oh. Yeah. Not. No, no, no. Um, I think it had. Yeah. Didn't it happen with this person? I yeah yes probably. Uh, oh yeah, I, I an yeah. award-winning comedian <laughs> ripped the banjo string of another award-winning comedian. award-winning comedian. That's fantastic! <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, oh, I know some. Uh, I know that happened to someone at a at a festival. That's not festive. Oh no, you're not getting access to any decent medical care at a festival. <laughs> uh, award winning? It's David Hort. Which award? Uh, I'm not telling you, Baldy3, because you definitely would figure You'll it out. You'll get you it. Would... You'll yeah. figure it out. If it's Spirit <laughs> of the Fringe, I'm out. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I Can cannot wait. Can you hear my dog barking? No. Okay, that's fine. What are they barking about? She's annoyed that I've left her in the kitchen now. Well, she's probably shitting in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't think she's shitting. I think she's just too hot up here, and she wants to. She wants me to go to sleep so that she can sleep next to me. That's that's all she wants right now. She's so spoiled. What's the big news on the big lion? What is this? Is this something you okay. know about? So, no, John, this is actually something that Chris and I came up with um, on the shows that you have not been here for. And what it was, was I was trying to find somewhere to live for the Fringe. Of course. Um, and uh, Next to impossible currently. Next to impossible at the moment. So somebody suggested that I rent a venue and put on a show of me sleeping on stage. That's so fucking funny. You should totally do that. I'm actually but surprised. Basically what we did was we came up with this whole idea and the more we talked about it, the more it became like, oh, this could be a legitimate plan was to have this sleep show and sell out the tickets across the month and it's just a group of comedians in a venue sleeping and then uh, the money raised from it would be given to homelessness. Um, they take they would take it too far too quickly. The problem with involving comedians immediately is someone would be like, "Well, instead of sleeping, why don't we shit on everyone?" And you're like, "No, yeah. no, 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 we're having too but much like, fun." But like, you vet the people that are doing it, and I, we know we we sort of had a big chat about it, and we had we walked through a lot of the problems with it. We walked through a lot of uh, different ideas and suggestions. That was literally the whole of one of the shows that you missed. <laughs> it's so funny, uh, speaking of Edinburgh Fringe accommodation, which is I'm uh -huh. so worried about it, and at the same time, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, I've got people looking, and at the end, it's like, they're going to have to figure this out because we all are going to need to live somewhere? there. No one does. I don't know. No I know yeah. I know two the two people I know who have sort of their accommodation are literally the two last people I would think would be able to do that. And it's because their accommodation came back and it's Alfie Brown and Ivo Graham. And the idea that those two ditzes have got this sorted out and the rest of us are fucked is exactly what the post-COVID world should look like. Yeah. yeah. 
PF yeah. and AB being able to figure that out? Absolute <laughs> madness. Um, yeah. It's it's really but yeah, we, we kind of had designed this whole idea of a show as a protest piece. And um yeah. I'm aware Baldi's about to attack me in the chat, but the Simple fact, the amount of Edinburgh citizens who are still, I guarantee when we get there, oh, I hit the fridge. Yeah, it's, it's like, like fuck oh, you. you're we probably making so much money. So much money. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We'll just stop dropping all of these taxes on all of you all of the time. I do nothing but give Scotland money. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know why? Enjoy. I also um, uh, saw two Scottish guys. It was the uh, Formula One here over the weekend. And okay. two just big boys from Scotland were enjoying the last night. Was getting stoned in a construction area. Lovely stairs in uh, the CBD of Melbourne for a nice sit. Listen uh-huh. to some lovely. I think I was listening to the Hot eighty six trumpet band or something like that. And uh, two Scottish guys just walked by, having a pee, and just were literally talking about how the chips in Australia are not as good as the chips in Scotland. And we're talking like a full intense conversation. <laughs> and I was just like, God bless them. But they were That's talking. Great. They were so. They had such a lovely conversation and vibe but they were like they came across so aggressive and i was like this is the scott this is scotland's true problem uh-huh. is everything that they're saying and doing is lovely and appropriate but it's done in such a intense aggressive way <laughs> that you're like oh because yeah. i always am like why is scotland in everyone's head they're always shocked with how left-wing and liberal scotland is and it's because they have such a right-wing vibe like everything Mm -hmm. is a castle and it's wet and everyone's angry but they're just like i'll tell you why i'm angry it's because i think every worker should be paid appropriately and it's like that is not usually (laughs) what that guy looks like you know that's not about immigrants like you know what i mean like it's just one of those things um was that band that you were listening to called the hot eight brass band it's the hot eight brass band (gasps) Oh, I love them. They're fucking brilliant. <laughs> Their cover of um, Snoop Dogg's uh, Say My Name uh, is so fucking good. Oh, they're so they're fucking so good. Good. Their cover of uh, Sexual Healing is great. Mm. I mean, I agree with you. The thing with anyone who covers Marvin Gaye is I just hear it and I go, this is good, but I'd like to listen to Marvin. Because I love that Marvin Gaye might have been the most insane Motown star. And that is <laughs> such a like such a competition. Like have uh-huh. you read about Marvin Gaye's life? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, you know how Marvin Gaye died, right? No. <laughs> no one in the chat spoil it. No one in the fucking no one. No one in the chat spoil it. Three deaths and I have to guess which one it is. <laughs> okay. Are you you want to do that? Yeah. Uh, drug overdose, wife shot him, dad shot him. Oh, Christ. Well, definitely one of the people who shot him, because drug overdose is too commonplace. Go ahead. His dad or his wife. Did all three happen? Um, I'm going to say his dad. You are 100 correct. His dad shot him. <gasps> his dad so, shot him. So his dad was a drunk, drug addicted, sex addicted, um, uh, Baptist preacher who okay. wore uh, dresses in the house to menace his family and like 
had affairs in like would like have mistresses and be loudly fucking them in front of his like so fucking toxic and intense like so crazy Ugh. um and to the point and like Marvin Gaye inherited a lot of that quit Motown at one point and how just did, went I'm how did he write a song called sexual healing <laughs> Well, because Marvin was projecting a lot of stuff and he was attempting to use sex to heal his, his trauma. It did not work because uh, Marvin, no, let me tell you who loved work. cocaine. I can tell you that much. I, I've work. done that and doesn't it work. doesn't work. Doesn't work. Did, <laughs> it doesn't did you try doing sex does so not much? heal trauma. <laughs> now, actually, but here's my question. Did you try and do so much cocaine that you quit music and then tried to um, uh, try out for the Detroit Lions football team? I gave it a go one night. Yeah, well, I gave that a go one night. It did. How did it, it work out? Work. Did it work? All right. It didn't work out so well for Marvin either. Um, Marvin Gaye made some of the most amazing, soft, beautiful music ever and was probably like born out of such chaos, which I love. Like, I love that mm -hmm. David Crosby, every David Crosby song is, it's a sacrament. It always comes back to David Crosby. And then he's literally just a <laughs> junkie. He's addicted to speedballs, which are the things that killed John right. Belushi. And you know what I mean? Jerry Garcia literally is like, let's do a jazzy number. And he does so much heroin. Getting off heroin kills him, which is unheard of. Like, that's, that's I love. Mad. Bill, Billy Joel is still a drunk. Everyone else is sobered up. Billy Joel is still partying and then just taking a helicopter to Madison Square Garden. Do you want, like, Billy Joel drank Guns N' Roses under the table in 1992. Do you know how badass you have to be? Sex doesn't heal. Oh, Sometimes it snaps string. a banjo string. <laughs> and now just to keep thinking of Scott Agnew because of his show titled I've Snapped My Banjo String, so we might as well talk or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, I don't remember that. I also don't like that person. <laughs> yeah, he's a real, uh, real Marmite individual. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Still good to know. Um, yeah, I actually just wrote um, a bunch of mean things about me in the private chat. She like she likes to treat me like Marvin Gaye's dad treated Marvin Gaye, very mean to him. Uh, but yeah, so I'm and then basically so Marvin Gaye got Marvin Gaye got kicked out of his person. house by his yeah. wife because Marvin Gaye wouldn't stop having a bunch of affairs, and he uh -huh. moved back in with his parents. And apparently, depending on whose story you believe, Marvin Gaye's dad was like, you know, I'm a better singer than you, like shit like that. And Marvin was like, no. For the first time, and then he was like, I am. And then Marvin Gaye's dad shot him. That's like, it's wow. the most tragic story. That's um, bizarre. And that, they called it the Tragic Kingdom. And that's where No Doubt got their um, their idea for their album title, Tragic Kingdom. This is how you're going to die, John. Oh, that would be fucking cool as shit. I would like to request that, by the way. Can you request, like, if I get a terminal illness, I want to request, I want to be hunted by you and Chris, both dressed as nuns. I get I get a one day's head start, and we each get a budget of $5,000 to, to, to make a run for it. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah, Let's do um, that. I would use them. I would use the money to buy a shitty car, some gasoline, and whoo, away we go. <laughs> Sell the car for food. Um, walk into the desert. That would be. That would be such a funny thing to do. Is we did some sort of weird. Such a funny thing to do. A weird streaming race where it's literally it's I. How long? If yeah, you. We should me, do it at Edinburgh next year when we're not there. even Edinburgh. I want to do we it around the world. Like a... it literally, it'll it starts in <laughs> London, and we you have to get back to London. 
It's streaming. This oh. would be so intense, but this would be very funny. It's, you have to go. I don't think we'd be able to do it streaming, just like battery life wise. No, no, but like not streaming it, but like once a day, we have like a neutral right. thing. You have Check to stop where you are. And yeah. we all get on the stream. You oh. don't reveal where you are. And it's a race oh. to see. You guys <laughs> to are trying to chase me to stop me. And I'm trying to get back to London. We if there wasn't, could, a, I, mean, I mean, so many people are saying this. If there wasn't a huge financial aspect to that. And also there isn't a really war in a portion yeah. of Europe that you'd want to like be bolting through. Because if you do it on an airplane, this is the easiest thing to win in the world. Which is it's just, well, I just... I just hop a flight to Manchester and then fly right back. Flash. You know what I mean? Like that's the easiest <laughs> yeah. thing, but that's, how do you do it? How do you do it? No, I, mean, I think you need to be getting from a point A to point B. You you can't be going, leaving one place and yeah, going that's back a way to do place. it. You need to, you need to be getting from one place to another. Oh, well, what's in an ear? Like, but okay. And so, and no airplane travel. And, and like minimum of five different modes of transport you can't just get one thing oh and for a certain how what's is it length of time of each mode like for a mode to count everyone I don't ha- know. You have- we'd have to really break it down oh that'd be, that's very interesting i think it would also be how, that, and before how, you changed I, how great would it be to try and do it like money without money like you know, did you ever hear of that guy that traded a paperclip up to a, a iPhone house or something? Or something? Like yeah, no, like he got he got like a fucking house or something out of it. You could totally do it. Uh, I already like here would be my first strategy if you do it with no money. Um, it's I just first of all like I have a couple of advantages travel wise. Like I travel with two iPhones because I have to have two SIM cards. One of the, uh-huh. take the SIM card out, delete that phone. First thing to go to a pawn shop. Boom sell one of those phones that's a couple of bucks oh fuck you <laughs> yeah I'm right there like this i listen because i have like i've lived on the road like i am a fucking i can i can go into as we would have my... to have like a this is what you're allowed to carry with you discussion as well i got news for you i'm still we... selling some of those things like that the first yeah move no that's what... up to you but we establish what can and can't be brought in the first place you you're have allowed to, to do able... whatever you want with that stuff once you leave yeah, still, I think. I, but I think a, a three-way race between us would be. Oh, what if we be... found a point from that is equidistant from LA? It's just a middle in the sea, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but just a, yeah, but it'd be like a it shit would be the island. Middle of the sea. <laughs> but it would be an interesting one to do. It would be interesting to do it all in North America, and like it's a thing of you can't get like if you do it. Um. Like New York to LA, and you can't use any like each. You have to go through every state that's on. Like you you can do a bunch of things. Like certain states you can't drive in. Certain states you can't fly over. Uh So it's that thing of like if like literally if you go like because you can look at the route. There's certain states you have to fly over. Yeah. If you're in, it's like oh, if you go like you can't fly over Nevada. You cannot Uh like you you're so fucked coming from New York. I think. Because we, have... we would have to figure some some specific thing out, and then it's a th- it's a three way race to get there. Um, do we have a buddy? I feel weird about going through this by myself. <laughs> we could take a buddy. You could take a buddy. But here's the thing: is the buddy is selected for you by the yes. other two people. Yes. Yeah. I hope you enjoy. Um, oh, who would be a funny person to make you do that all with? I already know exactly who it is. The, the funniest person. <laughs> 
by far. <laughs> by I far. feel like I know who you're gonna say. I'm gonna put it in the private chat before I say it. Okay. Yeah, I knew exactly who you were gonna. Can say. I say who that? Can I say that out loud? Yes. Can I say, yeah, it, I I put Ashley with Elliot Steele in a fucking heartbeat because oh, I also so funny. I want Elliot involved, but I no offense to Elliot. I, actually, no, I would totally run that race with Elliot. It would, would be so that fucking fun. Elliot. That would be really I, fun. I'd get him a pack of cigarettes, and I would be like, "Mate, you know what you're in charge of? You were in charge of just making me relax when I figure out all of the admin." And he'd be like, <laughs> "You got it, bro." And I'd be like, "Thank you." Um, the person, okay, yeah, Elliot, you would be very funny, Chris. Who would like? I put Chris with someone who's va- like intensely Holy or shit out of him. What? <laughs> Somebody who would really annoy him. Of course, I'm trying to figure out like someone who's like like just so unnecessarily on task. Yeah, could you not, mm, on task? Would you not think it would be the opposite? Like somebody who we could be like, you need to fuck him up. Like, as in, like, someone, no, because I would say, like, Chris would be, like, he's, Chris would be trying to be all laissez-faire about it, and I would put him with someone okay. who's, like, we gotta win, maybe. Okay, okay, who would that be? Either that, or I just, I'd get Tom Tuck real hammered, and then I'd be, like, Tuck, you gotta stay <laughs> yeah. this level of fucked up the whole time. Like, I want you at yeah. that, like, I can't turn the phone off level oh, of Tommy Tuck. that would be such a pain. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Steve Mooney nailed it. Steve Mooney has. I would watch that. That it. would be very good. I would. I mean, we need to video blog most of the journey too. Yeah. Then I would take. I'll do it with Tuck. I'll no, do no, it with Chuck. No, I get to pick who you're going. Go ahead. With. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Who would I put you with? Because you are going to get stressy about all of the travel. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't want somebody who's going to make you freak out, but it needs. Hmm. Who am I putting you with? Mm-hmm. I actually... What was... Okay, it was a straw. <laughs> Ashley Story could be a fun one to put you with. Oh, I would fucking would, do it with that. Ashley Story and I would have a... freak out, though, at some oh, point. Oh, exactly. It would be amazing, but I guarantee we... Be... We that would ours would be ours would be a detriment because first of all one of us <laughs> no 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 I just real I just figured out who I'm putting you with I'm who putting you it? with David Hoare because you're again that would be, be amazing freaking out at every point us... and he's just going to be writing songs about every Great. freak out you I'd be have. fine with it that guy I find that guy that he's he's fucking charming and also I'm never I never can I can never get over how tall he is I think about that that's one of the things I think about <laughs> so often I'm like. It's really worked out for that guy. He's that tall. That's yeah. so fun for him because he should. Oh, he has you no- would also. I think it would also be fun to watch you do it with Will Duggan. Again, Will Duggan and I. Will Duggan and I would be the funniest. You just like one. you just like everyone, but yeah, Will Duggan I think would be quite funny because Will would Will would be like we need to get a pizza. Will would Will would have some cocktails on a flight and really yes. make things a little <laughs> unnecessary. Like that's the thing is like Will. Will would think he's helping. And also the problem would be is that, you know, if there's an airplane journey involved. <laughs> Will Duggan in his dog suit. Yes. Yo, yes, please. <laughs> oh, my God. How do we make this happen? How do we make this happen? I think we need to try and make this happen. So it's a race. I would almost say. Maybe it's, fr- maybe it's like a race to get to the fringe one year. Well, we're going to the, well. Chris won't participate this year because he's not this uh, year, but next year maybe we could make this happen for do, next year. I want to do it this year. Actually, this would be so funny. A foot race, Brighton Beach to Portobello Beach is how you do it. Oh, that's quite fun. Portobello, Brighton Beach to Portobello Beach, and 
So you can't, okay, what I would say is you can't be <gasps> on any trains. You can't be take the train to any station that's on the route. How about we get Chris to set the rules for you and I to do it this year? <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. Could we get, could, I guarantee we could get out. I could, we could make, we could definitely get Will to do it with me. Yeah. And I guarantee I could bully Elliot into doing it. Like, even if Elliot's <laughs> show is not ready and he's like, I got to work on it. I'd be like, how about you fucking do this thing for free instead? And then yeah. you'd be like, all right, John. <laughs> Let me say um, this about Elliot. I first problem I'm, is that I'm working up until the day before the fringe starts. Well, I got, I, oh, you think that's crazy? I have to fly back to Los Angeles the week before mm -hmm. the fringe starts. Because I got a random corporate for like a guy where it was okay. basically like, you don't turn this down. This is important. And I was like, so I got to fly from Meet the UK. somewhere halfway along the way to oh. get Elliot to do that fight. <laughs> we could also do post on Portobello Beach. Portobello Beach down to Brighton Beach. Starting on the last day of the fringe, which is a again a fucking that we're motherfucking the both of us because I guarantee you, Elliot and Will are hungover. I could, I oh, yes, that the three of the four of you, I'm the only one I know that wouldn't get fucked up for this. The three other three of you are showing up yeah. late with diarrhea, like you're both oh, <laughs> we, it was too much, too much fun. Um, oh, it would be really fun to do something like that. Well, why the fuck? Wait, okay. How do we do it? All right, do so Trogies. We will need your help organizing this. Chris would love uh, to plan this. Um, start in London, get to the fringe with checkpoint. This is not the worst idea. <laughs> uh, would have loved to challenge and Annika. Who's Annika? Oh, challenge Annika was like a oh, this came up on the show before, and I think Chris mentioned what it was. I don't remember what it was though. It was some sort of show. I mean, oh, I hope so. Was Challenge Annika the thing that I mentioned, the paperclip trading? Oh, thing. <laughs> I remember this. Oh, yeah, it's um, it's a brilliant. Uh, yeah, hosted by Annika Rice. Mm -hmm. Um, and she just, oh my god, it returned. But it was oh, basically she just did a type of thing. Oh yeah, she would um get people to make a hospital or something. Wild. The okay. U.S. Per version of it was um, was done with uh, noted lawyer Aaron Brockovich. Ooh. Remember Aaron Brockovich from the Julia Roberts movie Aaron Brockovich? Ooh. Which the entire... That was one of the movies that would not be made today because it was literally marketed under, hey, if you come see this movie, Julia Roberts might be in a bra. And it's like, what? <laughs> and like, yeah. you're wearing a bra? No other shirt? Won't pay 20 I remember bucks? seeing that, but I don't remember anything about it. It was a very sinfully boring movie. Yeah. It, the, the the 90s had a lot of shit films for shit people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, like Mega Hospital, and she did it. It was a, uh, a wifey in a helicopter. We need to uh, stop coming up with challenges to do during the fringe when I'm left alone with one of you. <laughs> Yeah, right. What are you so what are you are you what is your job for the um... So I'm working I'm I'm gonna be working on the Spree Festival in Waterford um right up until the 31st of July and then I might have some post festival wrap up stuff to do, but I can do that remotely. Um which is so it's a street arts festival and I'm just um working on that festival for June and July. Um and then I have an interview this coming Thursday for the for a fringe job. Um which company? Uh, so the interview is to be a sound operator for Underbelly. 
Uh, to be fair, Challenge Annika was maybe marketed as look at this lady's bum as she runs about. I got news for you. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, Baldies. Bad luck, brother. Tom is not here, but we will turn it on when he comes back. Uh, to be fair, Challenge Annika was maybe marketed as look at this lady's bum as she runs about. I mean, uh, yeah. Like television up until when porn became ubiquitous on the internet, about three th- three quarters of the shows were marketed as like, want to come see this lady do some mm-hmm. shit? It's pretty fucking cool. Okay, bye. Like that's what it was. Fucking Her wild. Boobs stuff. jiggle a bit. <laughs> mm, yeah, oh my god. Baywatch was literally come watch these women run in a swimsuit. Welcome to yeah. hell. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> um, um yeah. My dog is still barking. We cannot hear the dog. Do you think the dog's shitting in the kitchen? You can't hear her, but I can. She's not shitting, she's just barking at me to bring her to bed. But I can't, I've never seen that. This is very cat behavior of like, all right, I'd like to go to bed and I need you to warm me. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, sh- <laughs> Fuck you, tiger, tiger, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Excellent. Um. <laughs> it's Baldy's birthday in it that just got yeah. you know, year-round shit because it's Baldy's fucking birthday, guys. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's probably what I'm going to be doing in August of this year. Well, that'll be fun. I will it be. Will. I will be doing a fringe show, and it's about it. I don't know if I'm going to um, host LNL. I don't know if I'm going to do anything else. Uh, but I'll be around. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I would, doing a festival. It's funny. I was talking to a couple of people here, and I do not feel match fit for the idea of doing. Edinburgh in the way where it's just like I because I haven't had to like put my head down and just go 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 like uh-huh. you do at that fucking festival and I, part of me yeah. is like maybe I don't want to do it that way anymore you don't have to <laughs> no I do not and maybe I won't because it was an untenable and insane yeah um good for the old bank account terrible for the spirit um yeah. uh, also guys as we wrap up a couple of quick things one uh please throw your stream summaries into the discord uh, we're going to do a new Patreon episode soon, so please come supporting on the Patreon. We really appreciate that. Three, yeah. thank you guys for all the support in general. It is super duper appreciated. Um, I think at some point um, I may do a Zoom uh, run of my hour show just because you guys have been so supportive throughout the year. Not all of you can make it to Melbourne or Edinburgh where it's being done, and I want you guys to see it, or you can just wait. I will record it as an album probably in the fringe. You can just wait for that, but let me know what you want to do with all of those things. Ashley, do you have any um, pressing... Buy Chris a drink for his birthday if you haven't done already. Um, buy tickets. Has your Edinburgh show gone on sale yet? It is not. The thing I have to do right after this is finalize the blurb and... Uh, Right. Get the photos already for that sort of well, go and keep an eye on John's socials for those announcements, and then as soon as they're up, go buy a ticket, and then recommend God. a friend or an enemy to buy a ticket. Yes, friend um, or enemy. Do I? I am in. I'm going to be in Ireland for a lot of this summer, but I will be in Scotland in just over a week. And when are you going to I'm, London? When is your one London gig? So I'm, yeah, I'm doing I have a few gigs in Scotland the week I go back. So the 19th, I'm in Glasgow at the Drygate Comedy Lab. And then the oh. 23rd, 
22nd, 23rd, 24th, I'm at Monkey Barrel that weekend. Oh. Um, and then I'll be in London on the 15th at Angel Raw in Camden. Uh, that's all the gigs I have lined up. And to be quite honest, there may be no more after them. <laughs> what is Angel um, Raw? Angel Camden Head, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, yes, something yes. that they do. I've never done their gigs before, so that's like their open spot night. I think. I didn't realize they. I mean, think I, I do love a five shop. minute spot. So, um, I mean, it's a kill room. You'll have a wonderful time. That room fucking rules. You can just yeah. this is what you do. You just this is the audience you go like this, and they they <laughs> crushed with the head. Almost built. Chris's album is not available yet, but I believe John has had a listen, a little sneaky listen. I have. It's really, really good. It's infuriatingly Um, good because I was literally like on the like first weekend of my new hour here at this mm -hmm. festival, and I was just like, "Hey, this is gonna be, this is gonna be." Yeah, and it was fun. Also, weird. This is the weird thing that shows COVID is really significantly over. Is for the first time in three years, I heard comedians talking about chortle as I was just walking through the (laughs) hopelo. It was. I literally was just like, "Oh my god, the the world." We're it, I have it's just I have back. waited so long to hear those words. Like, just had chortle in, and you're like, "Oh god, how does we all feel?" Oh, I can announce this: I'll be hosting the Fast Fringe Wednesdays and Saturdays at the uh, Edinburgh Fringe. Also, go always go What's see the, the Fast, Fast Fringe. Fringe. It is a show that they should do so many more of. Which is everyone, every comedian does two minutes. Um, whip fast, two or three minutes, whip fast, and you just see all these different comedians' shows really, really quickly. Like you oh, see, just okay. a little I was sample. booked on to do something like that at the uh, Reykjavik Fringe, actually, that I never got to go and do because of COVID. <laughs> because of COVID, I got to tell you, the Reykjavik, Reykjavik as a city, probably the most important trip of my life. I, the reason I stayed really? living in Europe was going to Iceland and being like, "This is what you moved here for to do these weird yeah. adventurous trips." and Oh my god! I was so excited. I I got like the comedy seller, an eight o'clock show and a nine o'clock show, and I was so excited to do that festival. And I was on their like their fast fringe equivalent show as well, and I was so excited because I just felt like so many people had told me that the comedy there was dark and you know they, they they like dark comedy and stuff so i just had like a vibe that i was going to do well out there um and i never got to go <laughs> so insane i remember i did a fishing village that uh 50 people lived in and mm-hmm. 30 people came to the show wow and 10 of them didn't speak english so what would happen is i would That's say so a joke funny. and one of the guys would translate into icelandic, icelandic. And Icelandic is such is such a fascinating language. That language has not changed since the sixth century. They are still able to read texts in Icelandic from the sixth century. That wow. is as a as a historian, that is mind blowing. <laughs> I've also never been more drunk in my entire life. I've never seen a <laughs> nation that was more into boozing. And Shagan than the Icelandic. See, I really people. would have done well there. You certainly would have, madam. Everyone does. Oh, it's a great place. Seriously, if you're ever looking for a weird vacation, go. Like it's so banal. Like 
the weirdest thing about it is they in this weird way of they looked at the world and the world got culture and instead of importing it they went let's just make our own version of it so they have every like like they have some of the best musicians in the world but it's all icelandic people doing their version of irish folk music yeah american folk music american rock like it's like it's so weird. Like, like Bjork thinks she's Britney Spears is what you realize. It's just that like it's filtered through the Iceland. And she's like, well, I want to make something autistic. So I will dress like a goose and I will break the glass. And you're like, oh, Bjork, you're so perfect. Yeah. Um, also, there's less people in Iceland than there are in my hometown, which is insane. <laughs> and you can see all the That's cities from wild. the other cities. That's the other thing that blows my mind. I don't know if it's still like yeah. that because there's so little light pollution between the cities uh -huh. you're stood in Reykjavik you're like what's that light over there and they're like that's Kopovor that's the other city and you're like <laughs> that's wild Mad oh yeah ice. I was always a bit gutted I didn't get to go to that well um, right are we wrapping it up my dear I think we are they do need yeah there's an app I saw the app too they have an app that tells you whether or not someone's your cousin Oh, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's, that's why so they. Funny. That's why they. That I is mean, why I can understand them. why it's necessary, but it's yeah. also weird. I also don't want to be um, rude to Ireland. Could use the same app. I got to tell you. Could use the same <laughs> yeah, app. probably. The amount of people with weird health problems from your island that are clearly because <laughs> mummy and mummy and daddy have a bit too much chlorine in the old gene pool. Ashley's frozen. Ashley's frozen. I did freeze there, didn't oh. I? Um, I'm going to set us up to raid George Fox. Oh! Um, I've even raid messages, happy birthday, Chris Betts. Happy birthday, yes. Chris Betts. Happy and birthday, then if you Chris want to throw, throw the link to his coffee in there as well. No, we can't do that. That's mean. <laughs> no, don't do that. Just buy him a coffee here mm -hmm. um, and just say happy, happy birthday, Chris Betts is the raid message. Um, guys, thanks so much. We're going to be back next week and... Yeah. It'll be very That's... fun. So sorry for um uh go see John's show, a banal kind of rudeness. That's right. <laughs> go see my show. Should I call it a banal kind of rudeness? Uh guys, I um <laughs> I'm so sorry that we were an hour late. It was uh we couldn't find anyone to cover the first hour and I just need to sleep an extra hour because I have to do a solo show tonight. And I love you all for understanding. Yes, you're so understanding and we love you all. And um, good night. And here's an old lady talking about sex. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all. That's all. And that's called sexual intercourse. Some people call it having sex. So the man passes the sperm to the woman. And now his sperm is in her. Maybe you're wondering if a mistake could be made when having sexual intercourse.